Welcome to Sunday Morning at Faith Assembly, featuring the ministry of Senior Pastor Phil Goss. We're glad you've joined us. Now, here's Pastor Goss. Find your notes, if you will. Last week, we started this little mini-series entitled, Your Response Matters. What are you going to do to what you know? And we looked at a question last week that we have to ask and have to answer and respond to it. And the question is a very simple question. Uh, uh, What do you have in the house? The widow had nothing but a flask of oil. She thought she had nothing. There was, it was hopeless. And from that, we learned that no matter what we're facing in life, we have enough to deal with it victoriously because God is with us. And there is no battle that we will ever face, but what we don't have the resources to do with it. Well, I can't have this. I need a little bit more of this. I need a little bit more of this. I need... No, no, no. You have everything you need to deal with whatever life is bringing your way, as long as God and you are together in it. So here's another question that we're going to look at today that we have to respond to. And that question is this, would you like to get well? Now that sounds like such an innocent question, but it's loaded. The story is found in John chapter 5, verse 1 through 17. Let's read it and look at it together. Afterwards, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the sheep gate, was the pool of Basada with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, lay on the porches waiting for a certain movement of the water. For an angel of the Lord came from time to time and stirred up the water. And the first person to step in the water after after it was stirred was healed of whatever disease he had. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. That's a long time. And when Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, would you like to get well? Now, I don't know about you, but if I was in that condition and that question was asked me, what's the response? Yeah. But that's not the response. I can't. That's our response too many times, isn't it? I can't, sir, he said. I have no one to put me in the pool. When the water bubbles up, someone else always gets there ahead of me. And Jesus told him, stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. And instantly the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. But the miracle happened on the Sabbath. So the Jewish leaders objected. They said to the man who was cured, you can't work on the Sabbath. The law doesn't allow you to carry that sleeping mat. Boy, that's, that's some really rigorous rules, isn't it? He replied, the man who healed me told me, pick up your mat and walk. And who said such a thing as that, they demanded. The man didn't know, for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. Afterwards, Jesus found him in the temple and told him, now you're well, so stop sinning or something even worse may happen to you. The man went and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had healed him. And so the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules. But Jesus replied, my father is always working and so am I. So here's the question. Okay, you know you have everything you need to deal with whatever life is bringing your way. You know you've got the resources to deal with that issue that's been plaguing you for some time. You know you have the strength to overcome the habit that's hurting you. 
Do you want to get well? Do, do you really want to get well? And here's this man, sick for all these years, and suddenly here's Jesus. He doesn't even know who he is. The question is answered. What's his response? I can't. What's our response too many times? I can't. And what's the first thing he does? He starts blaming other people, doesn't he? You know where this is going, don't you? So God says, look, do you want to get well? Do you you really want to get out of the issues that you're dealing with? Do you want to get out of those things that are there? Do you want to get well? And it all depends on your response, doesn't it? Your response matters. So how do I get well? We're going to look at that this morning by looking at this story. First of all, realize that your present condition is sick. It's sick. Crowds of sick people. Now, I want to make sure I define this sick to us today because I don't want you going through all this message and thinking, well, I don't need healing today. I'm healthy right now. Everything's fine. Sick means you have an addiction that you are allowing to control your life. Do you want to get well? Sick means you have some relationships that are unhealthy. Do you want to get well? Sick means you're in a relationship and it's not what it should be. Do you really want to get well? Sick means you have this personality that you know is difficult. Or if you don't know it, the person next to you knows it. Do you want to get well? Sick means you have these emotional issues that you're dealing with from your past that still keep hindering you and hurting you. Do you want to get well? Sick defines those things in our lives that are not helping us be the person God wants us to be and that we want to be. So the first thing is, I have things in my life that are sick. Things that I need to be healed from. Things that I need to have eliminated. Things that I need to come to a place where I will allow God to deal with it. So that means don't get comfortable. Because what happens is we have these things going on in our lives and sometimes we just get very comfortable with them. After all, we've dealt with them for years. This guy's 38, maybe this guy. You know, I've just had this all my life. This is the way I've always been. It's just my personality. It's just the issue I have to deal with. It's just something that's always been there. I have a history of this. My family has a history of this. You know, I'm just like other people. I got to deal with this. And we just get really comfortable and we've adjusted our life to the condition that is there even though it's hindering us from being the Christian that God wants us to be and being the healthy person that God wants us to be. So don't get comfortable with where you're at. God, it always works to help you. Secondly, don't lose confidence. Pastor, you don't understand how long I've battled with this. You don't know how many times I've prayed for this. You don't understand just what I've gone through. And I've been dealing with this for so long, I've just given up hope that I don't think I can ever get well. I think I just got to live with it. I think I just got to deal with it. I, I don't think I can get better. That is the lie the enemy would want you to believe. God wants you to get well. 
Hear me? God wants you to get well. Secondly, get rid of your excuses. Get rid of your excuses. You want to get well? Well, I can't, sir. It's these other people. You know, uh, 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 I'm just helpless. I'm here in this mat. I've got nobody to help me. I've got no way to deal with this. I'm helpless. Uh, I've tried and tried. It's just beyond me. I've been this way for so long. I can't overcome this. I can't do this. There's just no use. Or I have too many hindrances. It's all these other people that are around. Someone beats me to the punch. I could get really well if it wasn't for this person in my life who is hurting me. I could get well if it wasn't for the circumstances that I'm having to deal with. I could get better. We all have our excuses, don't we? Don't let what's wrong with you define you. You have to come to that place where you eliminate the excuse. Well, I want to, do you want to get well? Well, I can't. You don't understand. I got nobody. The other people. We make far too many false assumptions about what is and isn't possible. But we serve a God where the Bible tells us all things are possible with God. But we allow our excuses to get in the way. Well, you know, I've just been like this for a long time. It's just the way I am. And besides, you know, I'm in this relationship and it just hurts me and I can't do it. And I've got this job and it's just a horrible place to be here. Or I get these friends at school and, you know, they're just always there taking me the wrong place. I'd like to do better. I'd like to be better. I, 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 I just can't. The issue is never you can't. The issue is you don't want to. Jesus wants to make you well in spite of your excuses. And so we come to that place where that question is asked, you know, well, you know, I I don't know. I just, we start him hauling around and we're just like the guy where we read the story and we say, what kind of answer is that? Do you want to go, well, of course I do. Until it starts being applied to us, right? And still it starts dealing with our issues our battles, our minds, our hearts, our fears, our hurts, our desires. You want to get well? Well, I can't. And you're going to have to get rid of your excuses. Not only that, but you're going to have to refuse to allow the negatives to hinder you. I will guarantee you that in order for you to get well, there will be some issues that you're going to have to deal with that come against you. It won't just be smooth sailing. It won't just be a simple thing. And as you're going through that journey and dealing with those things, there are going to come up those things that you have to deal with. And there's going to be just some negative things that are doing that. You know, verse 3, you know, first of all, convenience. Well, it's not convenient for me. Verse 3 says, waiting for a certain movement of the water. Well, you know, I'd like to get well, but the water's not moving. It's not time. You know, (laughs) Or I've heard it said this way over the years. Well, when I get in a better position, then I'll deal with this. When I get in more favorable circumstances, I'll be able. When I get the kids raised, I'll be able to address these other things. 
when I can find a new place or when I get a new partner or when I get a new career. You know, it's just not convenient. The enemy will make sure it's never convenient for you to get well. There'll always be something else in the way. There'll always be another urgency that you have to deal with. Well, I can't deal with that right now. I've got to deal with this, and I've got to deal with this. Do you want to get well? Well, I'd like to, but you don't understand the issues that I'm having to address. Or confusion. Well, you know, I'd like to. I mean, think about it here. Here's this man laying on a mat, and a stranger walks up to him that he doesn't even know. That's what the Bible tells us, right? He didn't know who he was. In fact, later on, he's walking around the Pharisees. Who did this? He goes, I don't know. Don't have a clue. And, and someone he didn't even know. So there's confusion in his mind. Is, oh, well, you know, I don't even Who are you to tell me that? I mean, I, do you want to get, well, you know, what are your credentials? You may not know all you need to know about Jesus, but don't let that stop you because it won't stop him. And see, sometimes we just don't understand everything. Well, I'd like to get well, but you see, I I can't understand this. I don't know why this had to happen. I don't know why I have to be in this circumstance. I don't know why these things are going on. I don't know how I'm going to address this. And and so we start playing it out sometimes. Well, well, if I do, then I got to do this and I got to do this. And how do I do that? And we just, (laughs) we're very good at confusing ourselves, aren't we? We're very good at making a simple question difficult, aren't we? We're good at making circumstances in life much more complicated than they need to be. And see, we bring confusion in. And so there's, well, it's just not, it's not a good time for me now. I'd I'd like to. I mean, how many people you have to have a knee replaced? Well, no, it's not a good time. Okay, well, then just keep walking with all the pain. Just keep going on. When would you like to do it? Well, I don't know when it's a little bit more convenient, right? I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand because some of you are there right now, aren't you? Well, you know, I I know I need to deal with this, but it's not easy. (laughs) I had to have my knee replaced and you asked the doctor and I had the hip replaced and you asked the doctor, well, when do I get this done? Here's a common response of most doctors. Here's what they're going to tell you. Whenever you can't stand the pain anymore. In other words, you're so stubborn that if I told you you need to get it done now, you would put me off because you would say it's not convenient for me at this moment. I know it's not you, but there are people here like that. Another negative you're going to have to deal with is criticism. There's always going to be somebody who will tell you you can't do it. You shouldn't do it. You better wait. Jewish leaders, here's this guy walking. He's, well, he's been this way for 38 years. And what's their first thing to him? Hey, you can't do that. Hey, drop that mat. You shouldn't be carrying that. There will always be somebody around you to tell you you can't get well. And too many times we're telling ourselves, I'll try this. I don't believe it will ever happen. I've done this so many times, and we're our own worst critic. We're their own negative response. You know, I've done this how many times? It's just not going to work. It's just not going on. And, you know, well, you know, you need to do this. You know, if you really want to get well. (laughs) 
You know, you really don't have to go to a doctor to get diagnosed. All you got to do is tell somebody on Facebook and suddenly you'll have a lot of diagnosis telling you what to do, won't you? Take this pill, eat this food, get this thing. Get th Over the course of years, I've had so many people come to me and say, you know what, if you'll rub this on it, if you'll take this pill, if you'll eat like this. I, I can't tell you how many times people have just tried to, oh, here's the diagnosis, here's what you need to do. This really helped me, so if it helped me, it'll help everybody in the world. This is really what I think. Don't waste your dollars and time on doctors. They don't know. Here's what you really need to do. I read this book. I saw this article. I saw this advertisement. Here's what you need. This will fix it. Now, let me tell you something. If your knee is bone on bone, nothing's fixing it except surgery. But we all have our answers, don't we? We all talk ourselves out of it. And there's always people to tell you what to do and what not to do. And when you're feeling well, they're going to tell you, well, you know, you're not that good, you know. You still got a long way to go. You would just like an encouraging word. But all you get is a discouraging word. And if you're going to follow Jesus, you're going to have to do some things that ungodly people won't like. You're going to have to do some things that other people will criticize. You're going to have to be obedient to what God wants you to do. And if he tells you to carry the mat, carry the mat. And there will always be people around you to tell you you can't carry the mat. But do you want to get well? Do you? That's still the question, isn't it? That's still the response we have to give, isn't it? So we go through all these things and what do we do? So what do we do? We respond to the words of Jesus. We respond to the words of Jesus. Jesus gave this man four commands that apply to us that we can use in our lives today. First one, stand up. You're going to have to take a step of faith. You're going to have to stand up. You're going to have to be willing to respond and to hear what you don't want to hear and do what you don't want to do. And God, please hear this, God will do the supernatural. You have to do the natural. Most of you know I was in a car wreck. I'm in a hospital bed, flat my back for about three months. I remember the day they walked into my room and said, okay, we're going to get you out of bed and get you up. And I'm going, good. And so I'm ready to throw my feet over the bed and uh, stand up. And they're going, ho, 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 wait. You can't do that. Well, I mean, what do you mean? Well, trust us. So they take the bed down to this room where there's just this square piece of black plywood. And they strap me to it. It's flat. And they say to me these great words, we're going to put this board and tilt it up. It's called a tilt board. We're going to tilt it up. You tell us to stop before you faint. Now, I'm, I'm one of these guys. I'm a pretty, you know, hey, <laughs> this is not going to be a problem. I'm going to stand up. Yeah, we're at about 45 degrees, and I'm going, that's enough. 
Because when you've been down for 38 years, you don't just stand up, do you? But he does. He does. And Jesus says, stand up. God will probably ask you to do some things you don't think you can do and you don't want to do. But remember last week, you have everything in the house that you need to do it. Just take that step of faith. Stand up. And then secondly, start walking. (laughs) Start walking. In other words, guy, I want you to stand up. And now here's what I want you to do. I want you to pick up your mat. I want you to lose your spot in line. I mean, this guy had his spot, right? 38 years, we all have our spots. Oh, no, I don't. Oh, you all got your spot of where you sit today. And somebody's sitting in your spot, you don't like it, and you're sitting there fuming right now, but they're in my spot. I had to go sit somewhere else. This is uncomfortable for me. I don't like being here. I'm a row back. I shouldn't have to be here. Somebody's sitting in my spot. We all got a spot, don't we? And so he says what? Leave your spot. Get out of line. Be willing to leave where you are emotionally, physically. Be willing to take a step into the unknown. Don't depend on this anymore. You're leaving it behind. Walk away. Now, if you don't want to get well, all you have to do is just keep doing what you're doing. Just stay where you are. What's this guy, what's he being told? What's this guy being told? Here it is. This is this great word that you all love. I want you to change. People hate change. I was wait, I'm waiting for, yeah, you're right. I hate change. We're going through change. We hate it. But if you want to get well, you have to change, don't you? Start walking. Now, again, standing up. Now, walk. Okay, once I got to where I could be on that tilt board and vertical and standing up, now the next thing is we're going to teach you how to walk. What do you mean? I'm out here. I'm here. Let's go. Oh, boy, you ignorant patient. And they put you on these parallel bars with a strap around you to hold you up. And you have to hold on to those bars and work yourself step by step until you get the idea and the habit returns And the function returns to be able to walk. And here's a man, hadn't walked for 38 years. Joints just don't suddenly get straight and you use them again. But in this case, they did. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. In some cases, if you will respond correctly to Jesus, Jesus will instantly make you well. In other cases, it will be a process where you will have to learn how to walk again. Don't try to dictate the process. 
Don't try to say it's got to be like this. Don't get impatient. Don't say, well, I've done this for a couple of days now. I'm doing this for a week. I don't understand. It will take some time. So stand up. Start walking. Stop sinning. It's kind of a confusing passage in this verse that, that we're given, you know. But here's what we know. The man had physical healing, but he needed spiritual healing. And you may need emotional healing, but you also need spiritual healing because many times the issues that we got to address are physical, emotional issues, but they're also spiritual issues, aren't they? There's also areas in our spiritual walk that we have to deal with. And Jesus says, look, leave where you are you'll become worse than you are. The only thing I can relate this to, if you'll remember, there was another time Jesus addressed a circumstance and situation where a man had been demon-possessed and he was delivered and he was given the instructions, look, if you don't go and do what's right and you fall back into this again, you'll end up more possessed than you were before. It'll end up worse than it was. Because you see, you might be comfortable with what's going on in your life, but let me tell you, you're not getting better, and you're not staying the same. But bit by bit, you're getting worse. And you may not feel it, and you may not see it. But things just don't stay the same. And what could be worse for this guy? How about this thing called hell? And Jesus finds him, and he says, look, I want you to now that you're healed physically, I want you to understand there's some other responsibilities that you have spiritually. And if you don't keep them, let me put it to you this way, if you don't keep them, what happened to you physically is of no good if you're not spiritually where you need to be. Every blessing from God comes with responsibility to God. And so he says, look, stop. Stop just in that area of your life where you've gotten comfortable with God because God wants you to keep growing, doesn't he? God wants you to get well. And when you got saved, God did a great work in your life and gave you his mercy and his grace and his forgiveness that's just incredible. And so now you're in right relationship with him, but there's still some things that you and I had to have to work on to get well, don't we? To get better, to become more mature, become more Christ-like. And that's our goal. So I have to understand, okay, yeah, I want to get well. And this is not just an emotional thing, a physical thing, a relationship thing. It's just not a habitual thing. There's some spiritual stuff here I'm going to have to deal with as well. And lastly, seek Jesus. Seek Jesus. The last verse and what we read is a great verse. Don't miss it. It says this. Jesus says it. My Father is always working, so am I. Now folks, that's not just words spoken back then. That's words that I can speak to you today. God is still working. And He's still wanting to cause the lame to walk. 
He's still wanting to set prisoners free. He's still wanting us to be whole and healthy. My Father is always working, and so am I. God's at work today. Will you listen to Him? He's asking a question. It's a very simple one. Do you want to get well? Stand up. Step away. Stop being the person you are and grow up and keep your eyes fixed on me, the author and the finisher of your faith. What's in the house? You got everything you need for God to help you. Do you want to get well? He's here to help you do that. So I don't know what your status is today. Maybe you're a person like this man. You you don't even know who God is. Or you maybe know about him, but you don't know him. You haven't given your life to him. And maybe that's where you need to start today is giving your life to him. So that he can work with you and in you. And you just come to say, God, look, I'm I'm living in this world. I'm sick. I'm, I'm just a sinner and I need forgiveness. I want you to come and forgive me because I believe that's why you died on a cross. And I want to get well. Or maybe you're a Christian here today and you've got some things going on in your life that you know aren't pleasing God. And you've been dealing with them maybe for years. God's still saying, you want to get well? Do you want to get over this? you want to get through this? I can help you. I'm still working. I'm still able you want to get well your response matters let's pray Lord today thank you for being a God who cares about us who comes to us and won't force us but will offer us an opportunity to be well if we will respond rightly So Lord, today, would you help those that are listening, maybe that have not received you, to take that first step and come into a relationship with you and partner with you. And from that moment on, they live for you and not for themselves. And you help make a difference and change their lives. For the Christians today that have had things in their life that they know they need to deal with and you have dealt talked to them about it help them to stand up and take some steps to receive what you have for them to respond do you want to get well yes I do so Lord we thank you today that you are the God who is still at work to help us and to make us whole. Help us to work with you, to cooperate with you, and to receive from you only what you can give to us. Today we pray in thy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's service. If you would like to talk with someone about what you've heard, please visit our website at faith.ag. 
or call us at 239-543-2700. If you're in the Fort Myers area and don't already have a church home, you're invited to join us for Sunday morning at 815 and 1045 a.m. Faith Assembly is located at 7101 Bayshore Road. Join us again next week for Sunday Morning. Faith Assembly Sunday Morning is a production of Faith Assembly Media Tech, North Fort Myers, Florida.